All right, welcome out to episode 94. Wow, okay, 94. 94. We're almost there. We're six away from that big one double O, that one hunted baby. Nice. All right, we're creeping up on it. Don't forget, hey, if you got a favorite clip, if, you, if an episode you know, if you someone, if you had to recommend the OG podcast to somebody, you tell them this is hey, episode, episode number of whatever. Uh-huh. Or, or the one where they talked about whatever, uh-huh. let us know. Hit me up on the social media because I, uh, I think I'm going to get some clips together for episode 100. We'll make kind of like a little, nice. a little clip thing. So, 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 so. I like that. Yeah, that, that's going to uh, be cool. But uh, we're going to get the, uh, this week started off. Got a little vi- vinyl vibe. A um, I, like I feel partially responsible uh-huh. um, with last week's vinyl vibe. Uh-huh. I think I got Trump a little too revved up. <laughs> I think he was going to drag you on a whole other week. <laughs> I think he got word, got to him. I know he's very active on social media. We do I, we do have a couple of listeners out in the D.C., Maryland area somewhere. So, you know, I don't know exactly. No, maybe he, maybe he's listened. I don't know if he does. I can't say that he, I can't say for sure he is that isn't. he does not mm-hmm. listen. Absolutely. It's, it's unconfirmed <laughs> whether or not President Trump listens to this podcast. Uh-huh. But I think it's no coincidence that someone's listening to our podcast because uh-huh. like things just the the, the wheels are patterns adding up. Anyway, uh, so listen, uh, here's another vinyl vibe. Hopefully, it gets back to him. My 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 advice to you, Mr. President, <laughs> today's vinyl vibe is uh, that you just uh, take the money and run. Okay. Play this for Lindsay today. Uh-huh. She loves that little drum beat. She got all excited. <laughs> this is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing better to do. They sit around the house, get out and watch it too. And here's what happened when they decided to cut loose. someone's uh like this is one of those port like i see a guy like on the beach at port aransas mm-hmm. like in some jean shorts okay like with the freight with the freight bottoms like 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 literally like some cut off jeans uh-huh. like that dude you know and, and he's he, he's maybe got like a mullet yeah okay. you know that when i hear this like that like that, i hear that like like that, that was that little dance that i'm doing oh okay right there like 
I would thought you were doing Pulp Fiction. That's I mean, yeah, I was yeah. Like, what? I was doing Pulp Fiction, but I was more importantly being the guy. Oh, okay. Like that old, like beach bummy white uh -huh. guy that like always seems to like, like he'll be like the only person dancing, and he's like in some fucking. Uh, Flip flops and jean shorts and mm. his fucking mullet. He's holding a beard. He's just he's, he's just teacher, grooving. He's the teacher in summer school. Okay, if that guy was like super old, no, no, not oh. not that guy at all. Listen, you remember? <laughs> I'm not he this guy. Not that guy. Not, not, actually, not that, actually, you know what? I was wow. gonna. But actually, no, not that dude at all. Like. Like, babe, like he has that kind of vibe, like that he just hangs out at the beach and he just has his music going and he's just no, not I'm a talking about like, have you ever been like at a at a place where they're playing music, like a like at a concert, okay. like a festival? Yes, I've been to a concert. Okay, like, like no, 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 I'm talking about more like a festival type okay. thing, like say like like Bayfest or you remember a few years ago we went to Shrimpery? Yes, we went to go see my boy John Cortez. Yes, play. Or okay. there's just like. There's always just like when there's a thing like that, like it's the middle of the day, like everyone's mainly just chilling, eating, uh -huh. having some drinks, like no one's really up dancing. There's always two like older white ladies by themselves dancing. Okay. And then there's like the old, like just beach bummy guy that's there by himself <laughs> and he just gets up there and he just he does the pulp fiction thing <laughs> he, you know and he kind of he's just kind of moving it grooving it you know like a sex machine a sex machine oh yeah yeah no there's always like okay there's, at some point after like he does the pulp fiction uh -huh. then he gets to the the there's always like a some type of thrusting <laughs> movements <laughs> or he, or he, either that or he gets down on the floor and, and does something but he doesn't actually do the move he just uh -huh. kind of like really yeah. oh yeah okay you, i haven't I've, seen it that far i've witnessed this this phenomenon <laughs> my entire life i i love i used to love uh going to to outdoor festival like that, Shrimpery, Poteet Strawberry Festival. Mm -hmm. Same part of the reason why I chose St. Mary's is because every year they had oyster bake out there. Like, yeah, I just liked liked it for the one the for scene. the for the music for the people watching. And there are all sorts of characters at these, but this guy, his I've, I've seen him in in just a lot of different scenarios, and it's always somewhere along the same. He's always just. Uh, out there just dancing by himself, man. Like, <laughs> and you can tell, like, he's like kind of like ex hippie ish, but kind of rednecky at the mm -hmm. same time. Something very South Texas about it. Very, very, you know. Imagine Sean Miller as an old man. Uh huh. And if he just, that's what he did for fun on the weekends, just went to like outdoor concerts <laughs> by himself. <laughs> Like that, like though that type of dude, like like not. I'm not making fun of them at all. Like like I'm just saying, I this is what I noticed, the pattern I noticed. It's those type of guys that just literally just don't need anybody to have fun. Yeah. Like you know what? Now that I'm thinking about, it, there's there was a video circulating on Facebook, and I think they were kind of making fun of the guy. And there's one of those dudes. You see him at the surf club all the time. There's always a dude at the surf club. Yes, the surf that's, club. Yes, that's I've out seen there that. dancing. That guy. That dude, this just—he just doesn't give a fuck. He's literally dancing like nobody's fucking watching, yeah. right? Because he—he's not—he's not a good dancer, but he's—he's he's enjoying he's himself. into it. Like the confidence is—is is, is there, and they're just having a fucking good time. Like mm -hmm. 
when I hear this song, that's what comes. That's that was like, yeah, dude. That's that's just one of these dudes. Dude. Like, like, there's very few songs that that a man can say. You know what? I'm just gonna dance this one by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't see a lot of guys dancing by themselves. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, outside of like you know professional dancing. Or yeah, no, I. I... I'm trying to think. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. So it's just you have to be an older gentleman to experience I've this. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I've seen, I've seen you know. Yeah, I haven't seen. It's always like older guy. I think you have to. I ha, I think like they might have the secret to life. They get to that. I'm like I think you have to have like again a very like one an amazing amount of self-confidence mm-hmm. or just. Having seen enough shit where you just don't give a fuck mm-hmm. anymore to really be able to dance like nobody's watching. Yeah. You know? When clearly somebody <laughs> is. Someone is always watching. That's the that's thing. That's the that's problem, right? Because they always just tell me that because I never liked, you know, uh, quinceaneras and all that. Like, I was ne- never in them because I hate to dance in public I, you know it's just not it's just not a thing that I was ever about because who knows what like no they are watching you want to know why because I've been sitting right here and I watch all of you so I know that there's at least two or three oh, more yes, people in are. here just like me so don't give me uh-huh. that bullshit that nobody's fucking watching yeah they are I'm up and now they're not only just watching, they're fucking recording sometimes. Yeah. So, so you know what? You ain't gonna fucking find me dancing fucking <laughs> nowhere. And I ain't gonna, Aww, I ain't gonna really? do no two step. I ain't gonna do no shuffle. Aww, I ain't gonna. Oh, I like when you dance with me. For you, this Ooh. is this is for you, baby. That's what I, I you know, we got, I got, I got the Magic Mike soundtrack. <laughs> you know, I throw that, I throw that. Uh huh. Bow, bow. You hear that chair squeaking? <laughs> if you're listening, you're like, what is going on here? Jump on in, ride my pony. <laughs> you know, that's for you. Those dances are for you, girl. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Private eyes only. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. I don't subscribe to that. Don't dance like nobody's watching because you know what? Fucking somebody's watching. It's true, though. Somebody's watching. So, it's hey, always. if you don't know how to dance, like, just. See, I don't know how to dance. But if I get enough alcohol in me, mm-hmm. I, I think I can move okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not an, embarrassed anymore that I can't. Uh-huh. And so I'll oh, get I, I, I know, I know, I know. I was that person at one point. Mm-hmm. That's the, that was the only way. Mm-hmm. I I, uh, I danced at my at my first wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first time that a lot of my family had ever seen me dance in public. Like I said, I was a very like, uh, bashful dancer, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. I'd always do at least one song with my mom. You know, because you got to me, me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was a good son like that. I'd always of get, course, get you through, have to. Get through one or whatever. But, yeah. So, or that or a lot, a lot, a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yep. Sames. Yep. Yep. So, what's up, man? How's it going? Ah, it's going. It's a weird transition. <laughs> like, like I felt like we ran out of steam there for a second. Yeah. So, what's on your agenda? You haven't looked at the board. I haven't. 
So do you like like it? I was, wow, we're thinking the same. I do like it. This is definitely more you. Because I was the one doing the board before. Yeah. And I don't think it was you. But yeah. this, yeah, this is definitely you. You know what I'm saying? We're trying, 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 trying to get, get, get the things going on. We, we had the great rearranging this weekend. Yes. We got last week when when we did the show. Told you we had a, a bare ass fucking living room, <laughs> and then the very next day, just a shitload of furniture descended upon us. An and explosion. then we were busy, so it just kind of sat here. We just kind of put it to where nothing was in the way, right. where we could sit down if we needed to. But nothing was really organized. Um, so we went from, you know, just one section of sofa to now three large three, pieces yes. in here. And then we already had the podcast set up and, mm-hmm. and your desk my in here and, and, and my writing desk as well. And um, so we were so, like, what the heck? So, yeah. So that's pretty much spent the whole day yesterday just rearranging stuff. So we got we got the new the podcast area. Kind of cleaned up, rearranged a little it bit. So good. Reset up, uh, and then, um, and it was good. I only managed to put one hole in the wall, oh my God. Uh, dent one door frame. Oh my god! And, I still uh, haven't even seen the door frame. And take out our internet. <laughs> oh god! And that was it. Like three couches, and I moved but like, a lot. But of- like in a span of like two minutes. But I, but I moved a lot of furniture, and I only put one <laughs> hole in the wall. I think what I'm trying to say, I think I could be a mover if I wanted wow. to, like, or start my own company or something. Like, that's a pretty good average. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's just one. It's like one. But babe, hole. the best part of that was like, you came and you said. Did you make that hole or did I? <laughs> Babe. Listen. <laughs> I wanted to get it done. I had already knocked out the internet. Because apparently the fiber optic cable is like a little like a little toothpick uh-huh. size wire. <laughs> right? And so I'm just trying to move this thing and this I, I just hear this little wire go bing. And I'm like, Oh, that doesn't sound good. Uh-huh. Because I was right? in the room with Cause, Lindsay. Because I've never heard anything go bink and like not like be, be something. Yeah, not like because it sounds so little that it should be like not important. But then but now no. with technology, like I was like I was like, that's just a small wire. <laughs> How important could it possibly be? Oh, Surely my God. if this wire was was so important, it would it, it would be Thicker and ha- have a, a bigger a gauge. Housing. Yeah, you know, no, no. This little tiny wire was the the fiber. I could I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. Was is actually what makes the fiber optics get into the house. That that, wow. that was the the this little tiny wire, and and it's so if you know anything about fiber optics, it, it's precision stuff. Like it's not just like. Like doing anything electrical, so uh, so I, I I tried to fix it and I couldn't. You did, and uh, and yeah. So I was by that point I was already frustrated. I had to move the recliner mm-hmm. uh, to Lindsay's room because then I had a friend coming over. Right. Uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> a client. Yeah. Uh, business. Javi Luna, comedy consultant. Yeah. I I can say that now because instead of just writing with Chingo, now I have. 
I've, I have two paying customers nice. for my uh, for my comedy writing expertise. Ooh, watch All out right. now! You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, so I had to get the house ready, right? Because you know, had a friend, uh, you know, a friend of mine wanted to get my undivided attention and actually, you know, get me to to rewrite some of their jokes with them. Yeah. And uh of course that's very different from just hanging out and writing with somebody because you're promising them that that they're going to get something out of it. Like right. they, they, you're going to build their material, you're going to They're not going to just really, waste their time. Right. And it's not just oh yeah, let's hang out and bullshit. Yeah. Like that's fine. Like I'm never going to, you know, charge a friend for something like that. But this is different. You know, she has a show she's getting ready for. She wanted to make sure that Right. She had some bits that hadn't really gotten fleshed out and trusted my my a bit my writing abilities enough mm-hmm. and and like and so I wanted the house to be set up. Yeah. Because one thing I learned from working and writing with Chingo is is the vibe of the room has to be right. Mm-hmm. You know, the writing retreats that 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 we used to do and you know, just having the the space be conducive to to creating yeah right and and you know whatever you know and it, it, it's that. different for everybody you know he had like bean bags and toys and stuff to play with and yeah and you know it's just kind of like that to keep the 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 juices flowing or being able to just sit comfortably mm-hmm. you know uh, a lot of writers like to go like they'll go and stay at a hotel while they write like it's just because it is a very environment environmental mm-hmm. stuff we do that in right? the classroom too you try to make the environment conducive for learning right yeah. Ex- exactly mm-hmm. so so i wanted the you know you don't want a whole lot of disorder it feels right. good so i wanted the house to be set up clean ready to go i even put some when and got some incense yeah had the incense did. going i'm like we're gonna it's gonna be know, a vibe you know vibe and uh luckily we ended up coming up with two really good bits for her nice uh one pretty much you, you know just out of a uh a, a side that, that she was doing just turned into this whole, whole brand new thing for her and then another joke that was, was that she had just started doing kind of m- morphed into this other thing that that's probably we're hoping gonna end up being like her her closing bit signature even Mm -hmm. you know for for uh for what this set that this head headline she's trying to to build up her first headliner set she's just starting to get into headlining you know and of course that's a scary time for any comic because now you're responsible for the show right right like you're 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 the bulk of the show 45 minutes to an hour depending on the contract Mm -hmm. and you're you're it's you, not. It's, it's not like get, being up there for twenty minutes. It's not yeah. anything like. It's a completely different muscle because you you don't want to you don't want to floor it and then Peter and up. then you got nowhere to go right because there, there's got to be this build to the show and then you know especially if you're dealing in a in a comedy club setting then you have to deal with a lot of comics and will know about the infamous check drop. Oh, have you heard that of this? Is the worst. Yes, okay. I've been there when that's happened. Okay, it's well, you, you you know, but prior prior to being with me, have you have you ever heard of this phenomenon? I feel like it's some mm. something that's not. So, here, here's the thing. So the problem, the, not the problem with being the headliner, but one of the things you have to deal with 
while being the headliners, not only being responsible for the show, is that usually the um, comedy clubs they gotta they gotta cash everybody out. Yeah. Right, and they don't want they're not gonna wait until the show is over because as soon as the show's over, everybody wants to fucking leave. Right. And there's four hundred people in there, so they end up dropping the check about fifteen minutes before the show's over. Mm-hmm. Which happens to be right in the middle of your fucking set. Right. It's very hard to tell a joke when somebody's trying to read if they got overcharged for mm-hmm. something. And or, then they start talking or about ta- it. Yeah, everyone's trying to divvy up the bill. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's it's uh, kind of just this thing, right? This, this water cooler thing that comedians talk about, the check dropping. Some people have... Um, have uh, jokes that they do, like jokes they really don't like. They'll kind of fill it in. It's kind of like like in concerts, the pee break song, oh, okay. right? Like, like like I'm gonna do some shit that I really don't care if they listen to or people are talk talking a little bit. I mean, yeah. you still don't want people to heckle or or talk, you know be rude or anything. But some people will do like crowd work in the middle of this because then it kind of like doesn't oh. matter or they'll play a game or mm-hmm. you know do take a shot or something ah. you know kind of uh throw away kind of thing i see i see okay so, yeah yeah <laughs> i got a lot of experience in the check drop because when we used to do chingo shows and we used to do chingo used to go up three times during the right. show and then uh so my set uh was always during the check drop and then he would come up and do his last uh, segment mm-hmm and and so I got a, a lot of experience doing dealing with the check drop. So from then I I didn't lie. I don't like doing gimmicky too much gimmicky stuff. So so I really do write from an aspect of I I try to make what I call check drop proof material. Like mm-hmm. in other words, you're still gonna hold the attention of anybody who's there, you know. And I got a lot of the experience doing that with with Jingo because the fact is that you a lot of a lot of people are are distracted. I would, I would, I would, uh, I used to have a, a, when I would go right after midnight or right after Chingo the first time, he would go up and then I'd go up right after him. And they were like, okay, we already saw him. He got off stage. So they would get up. Yeah. To go to the restroom, right? Because yeah. this is the guy they paid to come to see. Come like, see. Yeah. And then now it's a different guy. And I, there's no insult there. Like, hey, I get it. This is who you paid to come see. But then I had to, okay, I got to adapt to this mm-hmm. and so i started to call it out you know and i would actually stop the show as because it, it was it's just every city we went to so if you got to experience it it probably it wasn't an off-the-cuff thing because it just happened so often i already had this joke in the back of my pocket everyone went up and i would literally stop the show and i tell them all y'all really all y'all gotta go fucking take a piss at the same time <laughs> fucking hurt, hurt my hurt my feelings like i'm go oh, i'm not on netflix fuck this guy mm-hmm. right you know, I, I kind of fuck with them. Like, are, are y'all diabetic or something? You know, fucking, you know, something, whatever. There was, so, someone responded or whatever, but it's kind of one of the, those things. So I feel like I have a lot of experience writing with that. So I felt like we helped. We helped her uh, yesterday. It, it was all thanks to my furniture arranging. Oh, so That's, like the feng shui was mm-hmm. was dope in here and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I really do like it. It's good vibes here. Good chocolatey vibes, all all leather. We'll show we'll show you the the. the but you know what the, the best thing about soon. it is, like if you sit in different angles, it mm-hmm. looks like a different section, like different room, all within a room. Yeah, 
It's it's so dope. Yeah. I dig it. Very very cool. Uh, speaking speaking of, of of good vibes, right? Because that mm-hmm. that's what what I was trying to do for the writing session yesterday. You know, you want the good vibes, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, I'm asking for some good vibes right now. Mm-hmm. I don't usually put stuff out like I, like this out there. That's always been or for a long time has been been my thing. Kind of kind of that move in silence kind of yes. kind of thing, but. Um, I just submitted for a uh, uh, my second year for a competition that, that hopefully might might possibly lead to HBO. Mm-hmm. It's an open call competition, so it's not nothing anything that I was invited to. Not nothing special. Like I said, this is normally something I would never even mention to y'all. But the reason I'm mentioning it to you is, is for this reason that, that that I have a call to action for you. I guess if anything mm-hmm. is uh, go check out this this video. I don't put a lot of sets up. Not right, that's, that's one of the things why I've never pushed my social media. A lot of people like, uh, can I look you up on YouTube? Yeah, but you, the sets you're gonna find are old. You know, mm-hmm. unless you watch the whole vlog, you, sometimes you would catch clips. But I've never put up a good chunk of my material. Right, the album that was old stuff. I feel like now with with the pandemic, you know, and and not knowing when I'm gonna get back on stage, it's kind of like. I, I I needed to put some, you know, release some of it. Right. So much time has passed. I've written so much other material. Like, like it's okay to give some of it away right now. Right. And um, I got, I'm never happy with my sets to get recorded. I've talked about this multiple times on here, I believe. Never happy. Um, when I we did the show in Houston with Chingo in, back in September, uh, our buddy uh, Joe uh, was there. And he kind of does a lot of video work for Chingo. And he was going to record Bryson Brown's set. And he offered to record mine. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. And he, he's a good he's a good video guy. And, uh, you know, and, and it was ended up being a really good set for it me. It really was. It was my first weekend back doing it. So I was just, pow, excited, mm-hmm. you know. And the, the, just, of course, Houston's great. It's a good vibes. And I hadn't really watched it. Mm-hmm. But then I had this submission coming up. And they were like, you need three to five minutes. And I was like, well, fuck, three to five minutes. I haven't been on the road this year to record, to oh, get a yeah. record. Because usually you have, you know, for festivals, you try to record, you know, something different if, if you, what you submitted last year, right? Right. But this year, there's been no shows to record from. Right. So I was like, what do I have that's new? This I'm going to submit the same thing I did last year when I didn't get right. picked. Like, that seems kind of dumb, right? Like, hey, here's the same shit that I gave you last year that you said no to. Do you say yes this year? Huh? What do you think? It's different a year later, right? <laughs> it's like chicken. It tastes better the next day. That's that's my that's my comedy. Now, so I went back, <coughs> looked at this set. I thought I didn't know what to think because I've never been able to record a set that I am happy with right. as a comedian. Right and uh, and have it look good to be in good quality, and decent sound. sound. It's just the the move, stars never align like that. So I watched it and I was like, "This I think this is really good." But I was like, "You know what? Maybe I'm fucking out of my mind though because I've, I've been locked up here <laughs> for the last seven months. Maybe I don't even remember what a good set looks like." <laughs> so 
I send it to a couple people. I can send it to Chingo. I send it to my boy Jacob. I say, hey, man, if y'all don't mind taking a look at this for me. And uh, any notes you have, you know, uh, I'm trying to cut it up for, for – I need like three to five minutes for for a submission. And uh, they watched it. They gave me their notes. I had you watch it. Mm-hmm. and was like, it's great. Okay. That gave me a little confidence. Okay, it's not just – not just me. Not just you. Not yeah. just sucking my own dick. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. It's good. So then I got, you know, to the the editing process and, and really enjoyed it. Ended up with this little five minute clip. So good. That uh there was material that, that a lot of people haven't seen me do before. And I felt like it really it, you know, it summed up the the, the OG brand mm-hmm. nicely. Uh, put a nice, you know, a little little bow on things, right? And so usually when I submit to a festival, what I do is I put it on YouTube because that's how we submit them. Right. Sometimes Vimeo. I'll usually put it on whatever platform I have to. Usually YouTube to private, so no one else can see it. Right. But whoever I send the link to, and then I send the link to things. I don't the like putting out a lot of material out there. But but this. I liked this video so much, and I, I I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and post it. So it's on the YouTube. You can actually see what I'll be – the the video that I'll be submitting to, to festivals. And like I said, it's called the, the New York Latino Film Festival. And, and this is the second year that they're hosting a contest for uh, HBO, uh, HBO Latino. Uh, they have a series called Entre Nos, which mm-hmm. is like introducing us or so, or, or no, between us or something like that. That anyway, uh, anyway, uh, so it showcases young Latino comics mm-hmm. rising. My, I've had lots of friends that have done it. Jesus Trejo's done it. Jerry Garcia's done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Povera's done it. Nigera's done it. A lot, of, a lot of guys that I've had the pleasure of working alongside for a uh, handful of years. So, like I said, it's kind of an open call, you know, national thing. It doesn't matter that I, if I know people, yeah, you, you know that, that that know the producers or anything. That doesn't help me out in this in this endeavor, yeah. You know, because because basically they just sent out the word to everybody and anybody of Latino descent that does comedy and hit, submit this thing. So so we'll see, but. That's what I said. Regardless of if they pick it or not, I want y'all to see it. So go to my YouTube, it Universal so Comedy. Check, check out the set. Drop a comment if you, if you don't mind. And I'm not being biased. It really was so good. Like, your set was so fire. Like, it was hard to cut down. She said fire. No, baby. No, we really couldn't real. decide. We, we <laughs> couldn't decide hard. what bits. And that's a good thing. I Maybe I'll cut some more from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this thing drags on long enough, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like becoming like with the album. Like, it's kind of dumb just to keep it locked up here. It's yeah. got to go somewhere. I'm not. Let people enjoy it. Yeah. Definitely. Especially because I'm, I'm going to have a whole brand new hour before this year's over Ooh. because I've just been writing just. The wheels just turning the whole time, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I, I got I got some so many ideas in this head, like Stussy. I'm 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 selling them to other people. That's how, <laughs> that's how many ideas I have. <laughs> what else, Kemas? What do I got? Oh, we had my birth my uh, late birthday dinner. Me yes. and Jordan, uh, your your nephew. Yes, you guys had a November babies. 
What so, is that? A combined. I couldn't combined, think of the damn word. Combined okay. birthday dinner. Uh-huh. And we went to the Outback. Went to the Outback. Oh Every, everyone was unhappy with their dinner. It was awful. Except for me. That's, <laughs> that, that's what you'll get for making me go to a chain restaurant. <laughs> but wait. But first, wait. I asked you where you wanted to go. No, I know. And you, you were asked just like, me. eh. But you asked me where I wanted to go <laughs> after you said, we're going to Outback. That is not what I said. No. Or, no, 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 I'm no, pretty no. sure. Okay, what did you say? Mm-mm. I said what Jordan did say? didn't know where he wanted to go and that he said Javi could pick. And, and then, then I you said, said Javi's going to say the exact same thing that Jordan can pick. And so then Jordan was sitting there going back and forth saying, well, what would I, what has good drinks? Cause he was turning uh-huh. 21. So okay. he wanted to make sure to get a good drink. Okay. Legally. And, and so, uh, you thought of Outback? No, babe, oh, okay. but we were just going back and forth uh-huh. naming places. And I thought, well, fuck, I want to get something out of this deal. And Outback is my favorite. Uh-huh. So let me just toss that in and see what happens. Oh. And then Jordan was like, oh, okay. Outback. Yeah. I like Outback. So then I thought, well, you're going to say whatever Jordan says, so Outback wins. <laughs> so Jordan have, didn't have a preference, wanted me, wanted to ask me, and you said, he's going to say whatever you say, so I'll just tell you what to say. <laughs> I mean, and then you were like, but... She and then you told me all this. This was not like underhanded in any kind of way. You told me like this is what happened, <laughs> and then you go, "But where do you want to go?" Like, well, you kind of already committed me to going wherever you said that I said that we would just go where he wanted to go, and now he said where he wanted to go. So, <laughs> kind of because you convinced them. <laughs> This is how elections get stolen. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I, then I, I, I had two choices. Either, go, yeah, let's go to Outback or, or I could be an ass. I'll be like, you know what? No, fuck that. No, I don't care if he wants to go to Outback. I want to go to Roadhouse. So much better. <laughs> and luckily, we get there. Oh my god! Every, every, everyone's steak is fucked up. Everyone's steak, man. It's like I asked for medium, which is supposed to just be light pink. Mm-hmm. And that's medium everywhere. Like there's a everywhere standard. It was still bleeding, babe. Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. But everyone so. who orders steaks, all their steaks were fucked up. <laughs> Fucking Outback, man, killed it for me. Now, none of y'all are going to let me go to Outback again. None of y'all. Sorry. Damn they they changed everything, though. They changed the wings. They changed everything. It's yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I You're don't right. listen. We, I've said this before, too. I don't like, I don't like chain restaurants. You don't. So, yeah. so it's just not going to. But, you, but you, were, you were right in telling Jordan because that's my response. Cause it is honestly, your response. Because food's food. But see, no, that's not true because you have places that you love. Yeah, but none of them are like chain stuff. Like I know it's just it's just all because all that stuff's frozen. It's prepackaged. All the sauces come in bags, and they just put in boiling water. Like it's just it's 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 made for mass 
production mm-hmm. and 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 with anything that's made for mass production it's of lesser quality so where would you have said oh you would have said roadhouse if i had to if it had to be like a chain steakhouse yeah i would have okay said. but if it's not or salt, gra- salt no well salt grass i would have said salt grass okay i mean there's some there's some chains that, that do it just better than, than others yeah i don't know why your, your camera's glitching that's why i keep looking over here oh but Sorry, probably because I was laughing like a hyena. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> I don't know, but I just I used to love Outback, but it it the quality had gone down, and it wasn't it wasn't great. Yeah, I'm sad. Boo. Yeah. But uh, but a cu- cu- oh, but wait, real quick about okay. the Outback, babe. Your birthday dessert. Can we talk about how your birthday dessert was just a little scoop of ice cream? Oh, and the table next to us. Mm-hmm. Or, so. Here's the other thing, Outback. How about you want to talk about consistency? Yes. What you fucking tra- train your servers? <laughs> what the fucking birthday desserts are? Because the table next to us, I hear this waiter three different times. You're so true. Oh, is it your birthday? Don't forget your free. You get a free dessert. I'll show you on the menu what you can get. Anything under a certain amount. He sure did, because I heard him too. I was like, he, damn, we're going to like, dessert. Oh, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. I thought we are going to get the chocolate thunder he from go, down he goes, under. He goes, yeah, he goes, you can pick this chocolate. Yeah, this is a $9 piece of cheesecake. Yes. You can have that. <laughs> so then, one thing, I'm never the person. You know, to me, I'm old school. <laughs> if you're the birthday person, you got to wait for somebody else at the table to tell the waiter. It's your birthday. You can't be like, oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> You gotta wait. Give my dessert. On, well, well, somebody at the table, please tell the gentleman what day today is. Please. Go ahead. Let him know. Yes, it is my birthday. Oh, yeah. It is. Oh. I get a dessert? Oh. No, you don't have to do that. Or if you insist. If you insist. What are my choices? She says, well, I could do like a scoop of ice cream. <laughs> and so some, and throw, throw some cookies. She said, throw some cookies. some cookies. And the ice cream. <laughs> they made me a fake ass lizard, yo. <laughs> you and Jordan both got your little scoops of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day we got the $9 cheesecake. <laughs> uh, I don't think y'all went to the same training. <laughs> this is the only way you talking about $9 cheesecake. You got me an ice cream with some crumpled up cookies. First of all, it's COVID. How did you crush these fucking cookies? <laughs> I got questions. <laughs> oh, that was fucking funny. <sighs> but in all realness, mm-hmm. though, Albag did like make sure they were doing the social distancing. They People did. were wearing masks. Like it was, it was good. They did. No, no, no. They were they were good, good in that regard. Yeah. No, no. Hate. I'm not gonna hate on them. Towards that, it's just that your fucking food's horrible. Albag. <laughs> Like, 
like the blue guys. Y'all are seriously going there for a fucking fried onion? That's the only. It's reason. good, babe. It is good. The blooming onion is good. But their wings used to be so good. Used to. Used to, yeah. The, the blooming onion is good. That that that's the only thing holding that fucking place up. Yeah, the onion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you realize that? that? Now put that in perspective. You're going to a restaurant for a fucking onion. <laughs> See, that's why I'm not going to get to go to Outback anymore. <laughs> I mean, you can go for your birthday. <laughs> but, so the mo- but don't be using me as a second boat. <laughs> like you get to have like two birthday dinners. Just because you married someone who's not picky. <laughs> Babe, I just know you and I know how you feel about birthday celebrations. So mm-hmm. I just knew you wouldn't care. So I thought, of course, I'm going to like make sure it's something I want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, two birthdays. That's funny. Two birthday dinners. Trying to get two votes over here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. A couple, uh, quick thing. Um, man, uh, I want to talk about this, uh, this article mm-hmm. that I read real quick. Okay. Uh, I think I sent it to you. Trying to remember. I don't know, babe. We send each other a whole bunch of shit. I know, but I no, I like literally just sent it to you. I thought. Um, possibly. I thought. Yeah, quite maybe possibly. I texted it to you. Yeah. Okay. So that this is it. So if you if you've been paying attention to anything other than the fucking uh, presidential election, <laughs> you know, you notice that a shitload of states legalize marijuana like yes. all at one time. Yeah. To where like over now half the states that's crazy now that have legal marijuana. So, yeah. so this is kind of important, mm-hmm. guys. And the re- the reason it is is because it's it's still federally Ill- illegal. Right. In fact, not only is it illegal, it's still a Schedule One narcotic mm-hmm. right which which if you know anything about the drug control and the war on drugs what schedule one basically means is that it is it's that's the worst of any drug that it's a it's a drug that has no medical benefits whatsoever that's wow. what schedule one means okay all right and uh that's why it's it's considered a public danger it's harmful whatever it's a fucking plant that we know for a fact to have some medical benefits. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's been this like decade long just victim of, of victimization of, of of vilification from from politics. Mm-hmm. You know, even though the science has 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 um said otherwise. You know, back in back in the back in the forties with, with the uh you know uh, with the LaGuardia report. Right, and the famous mayor from New York, man, he fucking commissioned that shit, and and they said back then that it had me- it had medical benefits, and that it was not detrimental, and it had no uh what a uh, personality altering effects such as alcohol. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there was, and uh, and then even with the war on drugs and Nixon and the Schaefer Commission, even though they told him that that there was nothing wrong with it. That it it was in and in fact that they believed then that it had some medical benefits. He then turned around still and launched the fucking war on drugs the very next year and shut and shut down the commission. 
They're trying to do it again. Okay. In fact, what I'm trying to say, history always repeats them, so. Okay, tell this, me. This is on NBC. Mar- it said, marijuana can be harmful for heart patients, but improve some risk factor studies show. Right? So, they're, so, so what they're trying to say is, is that, uh, that marijuana smokers yes. ha- have a higher risk for heart disease, but yet they uh, have reduced risk in other in key factor areas for, for for so something's not matching up right what they're, right. Trying, what they're trying to say is um someone that smokes anything is at higher risk for heart attacks strokes and whatever Very true. but also cannabis users tend to have lower cholesterol lower blood pressure low everything so, so they're, they're not having heart right disease. right but you see this this thing of trying to say but the, unfortunately because it's still a schedule 1 it can't even be studied because the way the law is, mm-hmm. so really, what 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 you know, it's great that the states are legalizing it, because then that means that people can can get access to it. Mm-hmm. But as long as the government continues not to acknowledge it as something that could possibly have medical benefits, then, then there's never going to be able to be the, the type of research that needs to be done to find out exactly what this can, this plant can be Thank used you. for. Mm-hmm. So kind of an important thing. Mm-hmm. Take a look. At, even if you're not somebody that's ever used before, take a look into it because it's, it's a fascinating subject. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you, you, you know, just the, 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 Billions of dollars that have spent to vilify something that we know now to be very positive. Everything from Alzheimer's patients to cancer patients mm-hmm. to uh, children with seizures. Yeah. Pe- people living with chronic pain. It's the the list is 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 life. endless. Lifesaver, life changer, mm-hmm. improves the quality of life. You know, it's not just Cheech and Chong and Willie Nelson like. In hippies, like yeah, whatever. That's part of that's part of the culture or whatever. Right. But there's more to it than that. So even if you are someone that's been previously closed minded to it, I don't think you would be listening to this podcast if you were. <laughs> but maybe give it some thought. <laughs> Look into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because 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 now half half now it's going to become a battle for federal legalization. Okay, now that half, more than half the states in the, in this union are saying like, the, no, this is this is a good thing, not just economically. I mean, it means things phenomenally for the states that that just the the revenue that's going to create new jobs and skill jobs, right? Because to to be to work in those grows and stuff, you got to know what the fuck you're you're doing, so. Look into it. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. That's my soapbox moment. <laughs> trying, trying to branch out here on this podcast. Nice. I'm, I'm bringing back an, an, another segment. Yes. Tell me. Called TikTok Got Talent. All right. Because I think as, as a TikToker now. I'm only, I am now, let's see, let's do the official count. Every week we're going to count, announce my, <laughs> my TikTok followers. Let's see. Uh-huh. Guys, I'm at 997 Woo! followers 
and over 9,000 likes. <laughs> Thank you. I, I would like to say that I could have not done it <laughs> without the little people. <laughs> I'm not going to say I went viral, but I, I definitely caught like a cold. <laughs> I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. so, 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 um, so as a fellow TikToker, I find that there, there's a lot of, a lot of talent on there. I've said this yeah. before. Uh-huh. And, uh, so this week, um, I found, uh, this young, uh, rapper kid, but it goes by the name of Brandon Howe. Okay. And usually these days, not, not to, I'm sure there's many talented people. And I'm sure if, even, uh, mumble rapping takes some level of, of skill and talent, mm-hmm. but it's, it, Seems to, to me, to my older ear, just doesn't sound right. So when I hear a young kid showing some lyricism, you know, and 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 some some finesse to his rapping, and and, and really think about it, it stands out, right? Because it's not what we're used to hearing. You know, we're hearing we just hear young kids rapping about the same shit. So I liked this kid's rap, and. uh and I'm gonna share it with y'all. Okay, here today. let's Because TikTok's got some talent. If you're still sleeping on TikTok, check this out. Let me see. Sitting in my throne and it's clear that they hate me. A king wishing to be known, sometimes accused of impatient. I will make a statement, fulfill and beat the illicit nations. My skin will be plate and I feel so I'm for real when I say it. Look, my goal is to make sure they know I'm the best rapper to do it since Kendrick and J. Cole. Next master of music influencing they souls. They don't get what I'm saying, should be paid in pesos. They don't like me because the bars are unprecedented. They want to build a wall around me like that president did. If the past didn't make me love the president did, pulling strings didn't work, but president. Okay, yes, Ebony Brandon is the best of his generation. The heavens is special, this is his his many ways to change the music of the way it is now. Very soon, I promise the name of the great will be how I'm done. Wow. You know what I'm saying? He, knows, he yeah. said, I know these bars are unprecedented. They want to build a wall around me like the president did. The past didn't make me, but the president did. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like that, he, this kid's like maybe 14, 15 wow. years old putting together inner, inner rhyming. And, 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 it was dumb. Boy, to put together words like that. It's mm-hmm. at, 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 at such a young. <clears throat> that was oh, that was good. Young age. I, I mean, just the, I'm I'm excited to to hear hear about this kid. And did you a go look years. at his other TikTok? I I started following him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to, to see some others. So so cool. So yeah, definitely cool. Send me some of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So so if you're on TikTok, make sure you check out Brandon Howe. It's uh, he spells it B R A N D, uh, Brendan. Sorry, Brendan. How? Uh, B Brendan. How you normally spell? <laughs> Common spelling. <laughs> and how? It's H O W E. Brendan. Brendan. How? Uh, like I said, young kid looks. He couldn't be older than like sixteen. Wow. Like, cool. So yeah. Good find, yeah, babe. Good, thank, Good thank, find. Thank you. Good find. Thank you. And I am renaming Netflix and chat mm-hmm. since we don't necessarily stick 
to, uh, to Netflix. Netflix anymore. Yeah. So, um, so what's it called now? So it's uh, to watch or te watcho. I it, thought we were calling it what you watching. In the, but I really didn't. <laughs> I didn't like that either. Okay, so tell me again. Te, to watch or te watcho. Okay. So so it means this is when we're telling you whether or not to watch it or tell hey I te watcho. Like fucking, uh, okay. like tell that show fucking get the fuck out. Okay. Man. All right. So to watch or te watch. Okay. All right. So we uh we uh watched uh Hollywood. We told told them last week. Yes. We we've uh, been finished spending our time one. finished season one. We thought we had, were already done. Turns out we had one more episode, and boy, that did that make it, it just, just all boom. the more better. Yes. It- so. Hollywood, and I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it, so that's why I'm I'm happy to talk about it. Maybe it's something you've been overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a uh, it's a period piece. So it's like back, like in the thing I want to say, like the 1940s, post World War II. And so it's the start, the old Hollywood, right? Right. Going Just from silent pictures, silent pictures to moving pictures. You yeah. know. And so, Gone with the Wind is just, you know, just a few years old. Like, mm-hmm. all these just classic great films, right? And and modern acting just barely starting to, to, to bud. And so, it follows uh, Rock Hudson, uh, Jack Costello, uh, uh, Camille Washington, the, the cast of the movie Meg, mm-hmm. right? And that's this whole season, the making a... a of this, and it kind of drew us in because it kind of had this like weird gimmick to it. They played it off like it was gonna be all be all about, um, like this dude trying to make it as an actor and becoming like a gigolo. Yes, but that was such a minor Small part, of, part it. of it. Like that was like the first two episodes, right. maybe, and then. You got into their stories. And it was kind of, yeah, talked about some of the seediness of Hollywood and even how early on there, right, with all the, like, Harvey Weinstein and stuff. Right. Like, it's kind of, you kind of see, like, where it's kind of, like, always been, been there, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, so so they hit on that. But then this making of first mo- motion picture to star a colored woman, mm-hmm. like, like, as a star, and she wasn't playing a... Housekeeper, right, or like a slave, lead. or or anything, just a, a a leading woman, right? Uh, had an interracial couple in it, like it was, yes, just, uh, it was uh, produced, directed by a half Asian guy, uh, it, it was written by a gay black man, like yeah, it was it just was so just... like progressive before progressive was yes. even a thing, and, and uh, it was kind of interesting his story, Rock Hudson, of course. You know, one of the first openly gay actors, le- leading men. Mm-hmm. It's him before he was who he was. It's just right. him Starting finding out. out he's not a star. He wasn't even a he, – he just had a very small role in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but a big role in the show, you know. And it's just kind of this whole story about this studio that started taking, taking chances. Chan- yeah. Oh. You know, and – uh it ended up being a really fun show. <laughs> I liked it because it was written by Ryan Murphy, who I'm a fan of. Uh-huh. Nip Tuck, Glee. Oh yeah, you do that. You, you know all those shows, and he always has kind of like a raunchiness to him, and it's always just, but it's very dry. And there's a couple of show writers that, if when they write something, 
I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And right? he's one. Chuck Lorre. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ryan, Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, the Paladino. Amy, Amy Sherman Paladino. Gilmore mm-hmm. Girls. Uh, anything anything those three writers put out, I'm watching. Whitney Cummings? Mm, it depends. You know. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why does it depend? Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the Connors and all that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I've tried. I've given it a couple, couple of, of chances on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never heard of anybody talking about it like they like it. Mm-hmm. Just it, it really. It, they, I don't think they should have continued after no, after Rosette. I get it. They had to make a point. Like the in. Your point's made. Like it's it's not a good show. It lacks it lacks something. You're never gonna get around the fact that everyone knows that there's supposed to be there's supposed to be something there. And yeah, there's something. <clears throat> I never even watched it. So yeah, with her on it. So. Oh, another. Uh, so so definitely uh, Hollywood to For watch. Sure. Yes, to watch, watch that. Uh, we don't have. Oh, we don't have it. The I I watch but we also uh. Watch uh, Hubie Halloween. Yes. We know we're late to it. Yes. But if you like old school Adam Sandler, watch this because it's it's a character movie. Yes. He created this this character and it's kind of a little bit Bobby Boucher Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a nice mixture of a lot of his characters. I think it's going to become a a Halloween classic. You think so? I think think it's going to, I put it right there with Under Scared Stupid. I think if you if you like oh, okay. if you like dumb yeah. you know Halloween movies this this is yeah this I is agree one of them. I agree okay yes watch so yeah check out you know even though Halloween's past watch it anyway so then that way you're ready for it for next year I didn't even realize I wore my Halloween shirt look at that you he that. put us back in the we're just delayed you know because because of every, everything which is <laughs> you know it's what it is but anyway we're gonna get out of here. Yes. It's Sunday night. We get we got the the work week ahead of us. Yes. So, uh well, any any closing remarks? Bye. Just bye. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. One love. Hey, you know